Welcome to the EWN Sport Fantasy Football Podcast, your homegrown community in the FPL universe. Well, we are finally into double digits. It's game week 10 coming up. Uh, The past nine game weeks, I think, have been up and down, mostly down. But fortunately, I think everyone's struggling. It's not as if you have these guys that are doing, doing really well and leaving everyone behind. So a very, very tight scenario. And I think still lots of opportunities to move up in the ranking. I hope so, definitely, fingers crossed. But uh, before we get into this game week, all the guys are in the room. Adrian's back, Ash is back. Hey, uh, hi guys. <laughs> and we're going to get a bit of a game week roundup. How game week nine went. Another tough one, another one of those disastrous weeks. Adrian, um, can we start with you? How did it go? It doesn't get any better for me. You know, um, I've struggled from the beginning. Tillemans, for once, uh, helped me out yay, this week. Yeah, hey, finally. Hey. It only took him 10 weeks, nine <laughs> weeks. Um, but yeah, Firmino, I brought in last week. Didn't work out this time around. I thought he would perform against United, as, as it turned out he didn't. Aubameyang, for once, didn't didn't fire this week against Sheffield United. The less said about that, the better. Um, I captained Abraham. Didn't quite work. Got, got me four points, but I expected a bit more. Yeah. It was not a tough captaincy uh, week. Jason, how'd it go for you? I, I've got to start listening back to podcasts because I say something in a <laughs> prediction and then it goes completely in the opposite direction. Because yes, last week I was touting this is the week for strikers. And it was, but well, it wasn't. Well, more <laughs> or it was the strikers that are built in the template, but it just went so, everywhere else. Yeah. So what are you saying... Oh, when so you say something, when I say something, listen back do to it. it and don't listen to yourself, Jason. Is that yeah. what you're saying, bro? I've got to play some. <laughs> I have to play I'll some serious <laughs> fantasy mind games with myself. <laughs> but that's, this is what fantasy is doing. It's it's making us lose our minds. Um, but I liked what you said that we're all losing our minds together. Yeah, we are. <laughs> so I find a bit of solace in that. <laughs> Anyways, um, game week nine, yeah. Another terrible one. Uh, 39 points, so, but I saw some green arrows, which is dope, um, just above mm-hmm. the average. Uh, what worked for me was uh, the defense. Robertson getting eight points in a 1-1. Beautiful. That's ah, about time. Delicious. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then our cheeky uh, Diego Rico coming off the bench and getting me ah. eight points. Can I just do a shout-out? My original team name was going to be Rico's Roughnecks. Uh, for context, <laughs> that's from an uh, old cla- uh, cult classic Starship Troopers movie. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, And the main guy was Rico. And then when I was playing with names, I saw Rico and I was, had him from the start and I was like, Rico's Roughnecks. <laughs> Anyways, it changed and I got blessed. Save it for next and, year. But yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so what didn't work, I, ironically, was the, was the strike force. No one seemed mm. to come to any party. Yeah. What about you, Ash? Uh, yeah, I got 38 points, just above average, like one point. And like Wes said, it was like a bad game week for everyone. But usually like past fantasy, a bad game week for those guys on top. And you know you're at the bottom and you usually have a good game week and you like gain a bit of momentum and pick up some points. Didn't happen this week because none of my players like got anything. My captain got nothing. Um, the only player that scored points for me was Rico and Dinia. And Mina, yeah. yeah, was was a tough game week for everyone. Yeah, um, yeah. I, th- I don't know. I need to seriously have a look at my my fancy Premier League team. It's not looking good, guys. Yeah, at but all. I, but, I, but I, I guess it's one of those things where you've got to trust the process. Like we said last week, it's, yeah, it's yeah. almost like you know you can't make wholesale changes off the back of a bad game week. It yeah, doesn't no, mean no, the no. next game week. No, no, no definitely. Um, but I've I've still been seeing red arrows. I'm 
playing now what 85th in our EW in fancy Premier League. I've moved down five places, so ah, I've been moving. <laughs> I've been moving, guys. I feel like I'm winning. So, it's like we have a mini league here, Ash. Yeah, yeah, we can start one. You and I, we can compete for the relegation battle. Relegation With battle, but definitely, guys. I'm saying this now, and I might have mentioned before, <laughs> but I'm I'm moving up of this. I cannot see Red Arrows anymore. Yeah, done. Yeah. Look, I struggled as well. Forty-three points. Uh, I took a I took a hit this week, um, and that was to bring in Hudson Odoi and Abraham. Abraham didn't do anything, um, but Hudson Odoi got me nine points, nice. which is pretty yeah, wow. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then my defenders came to the party. Finally, Mendy played ninety minutes, and he got um, the clean sheet, um, <laughs> but didn't do much else really. Yeah. Um, but I'm expecting him to play a, a bigger part. Um, yeah. And then Dinia came through finally. And also Lindstrom came off the bench <laughs> to give me six points. Lord well, he's my—he's like my number one sub. I think I don't think I'm going to start him. I think he works off the bench. It's one of those things. I've got three premium defenders, yeah. so Lindstrom is just going to sit there, number one sub. And if I need him, he'll come on. But the way Sheffield are playing, it almost looks like he should be starting, because Mendy, Dinia. I mean, Alexander Arnold returned only two points, so Lindstrom. Can I just say something? So there was a a tweet. On the official FBL page about Lundstrom, and it goes like this: John of the House Lundstrom, the first of his name, the unbenched king of the budget defenders, the doubters and the first subs, king of Bramhall Lane, king of the blades, protector of the realm, Lord Regent of the Seven Kingdoms. Breakers of the spear and father of FPL managers. Yeah. Wow. I hate that guy. <laughs> yeah. you, do you own him? I had him in the first week. So, and the, I, and so I sold Adrian him. and Jason, you guys don't own Lundstrom. <laughs> I don't own him. I, so don't own I had a feeling oh, about oh, him at the beginning. Uh, but three, uh, Eugene, do you own him? I do. Okay, a well, recent, we're the only uh, two. Uh, a recent acquisition. A recent, we are the only two managers <laughs> yes. in this room that own Lundstrom. It's, that's quite remarkable. Oh. Yeah, quite remarkable. Well, how did you do? I did okay, actually, after two weeks of absolute horrid numbers. Um, I did relatively above average with 46 points. Um, oh. David Silva coming to the party with uh, some decent points. Lindstrom also. And uh, Aspilicueta. And as for Firmino, yeah, I expected better. Puki, I think I'm getting off that Puki train soon, eh? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to find a platform somewhere just to yeah. get off. Thank you very much. <laughs> you could be the only one on that train still. <laughs> really? I think no one's no, driving. Still <laughs> <laughs> Have you checked? I th- no, I thought, yay, let me, let, let me show some faith. You know, like some steely resolve. And at this point in time, it's aluminium. So, um, yeah. No one's yeah. no one's asked me for a ticket in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that... Yeah, the, the train conductor and all the staff got off at Gaming 5. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Not even first class or third. So, so you guys are Firmino owners, which is quite tricky because he, he, his fixtures change at Gaming 13, I think. And you got, you've got to wait a bit now. So do you just wait and hold? I'm, I've I guess learned. you do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick. I'm gonna hold. Yeah, same here. But before that, before Gaming 13, I don't know. I mean, considering their performance against United, it doesn't look like... Yeah. You can't be expecting big, big returns. So it's a tough one, yeah. It is. Then again, he's almost like he's turning out to be one of those temperamental players kind of thing. You're not exactly sure if he's going to be shooting or it's just blanks left, right and center. So, I thought he was actually going to get that assist. So, yeah. When I saw mm. that, I was like, oh, it's another one of those for me, no, like real no yeah. looks. Yes. Would have changed The laziest th- assist ever. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, jump to the stats corner. Um, I know that's going to be, Jason, what have you got this week? You know, like usually there's 
<laughs> there's uh, there's there's something to dig into and there's something to look at and especially now that there's 10 weeks um of data but man it's just it's all over the place and and what's really taken my interest and i'm sure we'll talk about it more is um var and mm. how it's affected the the game but Ooh. uh but but three numbers that i like that i pulled up recently from an article is that um and i'm i could be uh incorrect here but apparently um 19 goals have been directly affected by the video ref uh so um sure. total overturns of 19 goals awarded four uh goals disallowed 15 so, so it's having so a negative I, kind it's of having a, it's, it's having a negative, but I think it's like it's having an impact like on a much broader spectrum than than I think just the goals. I think it's like uh, uh, mentality, the the game, you know how people are watching it, how people celebrate. Yeah, it's just it's having a massive impact. But it's 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 here. It's here to stay. Um, I think now it's just about how they. How they roll it out? I don't know, Adrian. What do you? What do you, What's like your opinion on well, this? Well, it, it leads me into my dumb question, in that I remember clearly us talking about VAR. Is it VAR or VAR? Whatever. Uh, um, I'm on the VAR. <laughs> oh, was, I, was VAR. I one of the cookies? VAR. Make it a thing. <laughs> Beginning of the season, we spoke about it almost being a, a another player in, in a sense. You know, you've got to almost compensate for it. Who are your your free kick specialists? Uh, who are your penalty takers? That are regulars in the team? You want to consider them in your in your team as well because it's going to play such a major role. Now we're talking about you know it's a real thing. It's a, a team selection. Uh, how do I strategize around VAR? It's um, it's clearly going to live, be with us for for the next for the rest of the season for the next of the, our, our lives. Um, how do I make that a part of my thinking and, and mm. my strategy? Uh, what do I do with it? Um, yeah. Because remember, I think the like, the first thing we said when we thought about VAR, we immediately went to, oh, we're going to get more penalties. So we're going to start looking at penalty takers. Yeah. Well, that already has already kind of been mm. thrown out the window. Yeah. And I've really enjoyed the discussions we've had about it because it's made you think about it from a different angle. Things that I never thought about, the fact that, well, then players are less likely to want to go down. Players are more likely to want to run from outside the box, inside the box. Players are more likely to now want to cross in because that's it's like a hot. Yep. It's just a it's a hot yep. box yes. of you know danger for defenders and for teams. So I think I I, I, I think um, yeah I think there would have been people who would have picked their teams based on on refereeing decisions and more more decisions being given, sort of free kicks in shootable range and mm. also penalty kicks. I think there definitely would have been some people. I definitely crossed my mind in picking that initial team, going for set-piece takers. As you always do, you go for set-piece takers and penalty takers, but even more so. And I think it's proven now that, well, um, th- like you say, the way it's being implemented is not quite um, on that kind of level. Uh, and, and, the, and we've had many examples of what I think would be penalties not given. So, so f- from an FPL point of view, I don't think it's worth looking at it as a positive at all. Yeah, I totally agree with Wes. The way VAR is used in, in Premier League is totally different to the way it's used in the Champions League. Yeah. Typical example, Arsenal-Sheffield game. Sucker going down in the box, clearly wasn't a dive, looked at the replay. The ref made his decision, like, give him a yellow card, for simulation where you could see it was not simulation at all. His momentum yeah. and the touch on him took him down. Yeah. It was not him well, diving. That one's, that one's debatable. That one's debatable. The, the shirt tug was, was extremely... Yeah, I mean, there's no cut. way that's clear cut. Yeah, Yeah, but, but my advice, don't choose players that you think could get or could not get 
a free kick penalty in a good mm. position. Choose the players you need. Well, well, don't choose them on the basis yeah. of that. Yeah. Not on yeah. the basis of mm. VAR, because it's definitely not working for anyone. So definitely no <laughs> David Luiz at all, ever, in your life. You can <laughs> have gonna, David Luiz. <laughs> like, he gets the odd free kick here and, there, and he can yeah. put but them in. But I, I think it's those fringe players like uh, Emily Vojevic um, and Noble. You'd, you'd pick them because they're taking penalties for their mm. teams. And, yeah. you, mm. and you'd think if they win a penalty. But I don't think that's, that's not a basis for selection, is, is basically yeah. uh, what, where I'm at at the moment. 100%. I kind of personally think, um, geez, VAR, it, in essence, it's an additional set of eyes. And it's someone else that's, there's a human element behind it in any case. It's another ref that's looking at things like, uh, well, again, it's almost going to be like, it's subjective in a sense. Was that a tug? Was that not a tug? Was that simulation? Was that not simulation? There's still a human element behind it. So for me personally, I'm not exactly sure what the whole hoo-ha is all about. In essence, if you think about it, yo, dude, I wasn't sure about that. Can you have a look at it? Cool, let's look at it. I mean, it's like nobles. Otherwise, we'd be disputing nobles left, right, and center in cricket, but (laughs) pretty much on the same level. So like Ash said, pick players that you would normally pick, not based on something that would happen once in a while, like a penalty or even will he get you free kicks? You don't pick a team based on, yeah, he'll get me free kicks kind of thing, you know? So, yeah. I think if you look at other sports, there's, they, you know, technology yeah. takes time to implement. So, you know, there's a trial, there's trial yeah. and error. Yes. I think in rugby, rugby, you can see, you know, it's implemented and then you've got to work out the kinks and I'm sure this is kind of how it's happening. Yeah. But then at the same time, they've taken so long. We've been asking for for VAR. For years. Uh, for, for VAR. <laughs> uh, for, for VAR too long. Um, well, remember how long line technology took? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it's taken so long. We're here finally and it's great. Like, it definitely will help. But then, but now the implementation is so weird because it's like mm-hmm. it's not it's not a cut and dry thing. I'm bringing in I'm bringing in VAR to say whether it's a goal like yes like yes or no. There's yeah, like it's not there's, it's I, a gray area. But other countries have have, have seemed to have implemented it correctly. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why you know what's going to happen next week? Someone's going to uh, tug a play on the shirt. It's going to go down. It's going to be a penalty. VAR would give it. Yeah. And that's going to be that's going to be the problem mm. because it wasn't given in over the weekend. Uh, you know, Arsenal had a good shot. Yeah. And it's going to happen, and, and we're back to square one where refereeing is inconsistent. Yes, again, the human element. So yeah. literally you have to sit down, almost have a ref conference. Okay, cool, guys. What do you consider a tug? What do you consider yeah. I mean, simulation? Um, There's another example from the weekend, the uh, Lindelof uh, uh, tackle mm. that led to the United goal. Mm-hmm. There's no way they're taking the game back to the tackle because the referee, of, of course, saw what happened, didn't deem it a foul, to go all the way back because of a goal that was scored, it just doesn't, that can't work in football. But I'm, I'm speaking, obviously, you could say I'm a United fan, so it makes sense for me to say this, but, but really, I just, I don't, I, I, that would spoil the game. I mean, uh, to, to Eugene's point, I think VAR has added more subjectivity to the game than it actually yeah. uh, allows for clear-cut decisions, yeah. as we've seen in, in these past weekends. It's a massive yeah. grey area now. Yeah. It's, not like <laughs> it's a mess! <laughs> but what we have figured out by this conversation is that basically VAR, what's the fuss? It doesn't really matter when it comes to FPL. So, yeah. So that answers my it. dumb question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to say... We're going to just do that in the first place. Yeah. It's, it's not about looking at the stone that was thrown into into the water, Ooh. but the ripples that it created. Wow. Sensei. Deep. Yeah. Deep. Go of the day. Okay. I'll leave that with you guys. Namaste. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, now it's time to have a look at our mini league, EWN Sport Fancy Football Mini yeah, yeah. League. Please, guys, join that. The link to that league is in the description of this podcast. So we still have space. We'll always have space. Always have so, space. So, yeah. Ash, what's happening there? So we still have um, Kalgat Rangers, Ria's team on top. He scored 34 points for this game week, total of 560 points, which is pretty nice to be up there. Um, then we have. Uh, yeah. Wesley's brother, Apex Legends, coming in at second, scoring 28 points uh, with a total of 527. Um, and then we have our very own um, Shane Ahrens, Rivers United. He's also part of the Prime Media team, our technical team uh, in the building. He is in at third place with 45 gaming points on a total of 522, which is pretty good. Yeah, uh, it seems like... Um, I've, I've tried to get him on, but yeah. he, he seems to obviously not want to give away his secrets. His secrets. Yeah, because he's top of the Premier Champions League. I don't blame him. Yeah. <laughs> seems like Blade Squad just dropped one. Yeah, yep. but he's still, still up there. He's still up there. He's, he's two points behind. Guys, I must say, the, his consistency yeah. is impressive. For someone who picks his team on a Monday and forgets about it, it's <laughs> oh <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> impressive. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. Okay, so now we look ahead to game week ten. Um, it's uh, getting really interesting. I think form has been form has been determined. Um, I think uh, some teams have shown what they can do. Um, but yeah, we're still searching for the standout striker. Aguero is now a question mark. Mm-hmm. Um, Several players have question marks. Um, so, yeah, let's try and figure out this game week, guys. And it starts on a Friday night. Friday mm. night football's back. It's a nine o'clock kickoff. Oh, I love it. I love Friday night. I love Friday night. <sighs> and, oh. guys, it's an interesting one again. Southampton hosts Leicester. And I think that's the kind of game where Leicester will most likely get a clean sheet and win away from home. So, question is, is going to be one or two goals? Uh, that's how I kind of see that one. Then on Saturday, you've got the early kickoff. Man City hosting Aston Villa. Um that's got to be many options there for captaincy, Eugene. Yeah. Indeed it is. I think I'm going to stick with uh, the trusted of uh, Aguero again and Ooh. Silva. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to leave it there. Like it's, it's, I don't need to fool so, around So the that. question is, who's your vice-captain? <laughs> well, vice-captain, it's going to be it's slightly Im- controversial. But It's I'm important because Aguero might not. Yeah, then Silva. Yeah, Silva was on the bench for Champions League. Yeah, that's that's uh, look, that's that that's a good Just call. Like, there. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it is a good call. But yeah. you know what? This uh, makes me think. Um, like to put all your eggs in the pep basket is kind of like um, such a <laughs> look, gamble. <laughs> look, pep is unlike Klopp. You actually have something to show yeah. um, for the things that you have and for yeah. the decisions that you've made. Um, look, Klopp has knocked on the door. Yeah, he's got a Champions League and everything else. But when it comes to uh, the Premier League, come now. I think we need a Liverpool fan in this room. <laughs> we do. Just do. No, we do. We definitely <laughs> do. Guys, no, okay, we that is, we need a Liverpool fan. In, uh, we'll get anyone next week. Oscillating fan. Anyone. <laughs> I'm, I'm just asking. Great specials, apparently. <laughs> look, yeah, all I can say is Pip makes um, picking your caps and your choices more exciting. Because it like, makes you think. Yeah. Like, Look, yeah, no, I mean, you're absolutely right. And I, and I back you. I've also got Aguero and I've got Mares yes. and Mendy. So I'm going to, yeah. of course, play Mares. I'm going to play Aguero and I'm going to hope for the best. That's just how it's going to be. So, yeah, what can you do? 100%, man. 
Then um, Brighton against Everton. Um, yeah, tricky one to call. Everton's showing some kind of form away to Brighton, who have been good defensively. So it's going to be a tough game, that one. Uh, Watford, who have been the whipping boys, um, but seemingly have been delivering some kind of results recently. They host Bournemouth. Uh, if that's a nil-nil... I well, just refuse on principle to well, own any Bournemouth players. Yeah, but you know what happened last <laughs> week? Last week we called the big one, yeah, Norwich-Bournemouth, yeah. and mm. it didn't deliver. No. So, um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm thinking that potentially could be another nil-nil based on last week. Let's hope not. Yeah. Mm. West Ham host Sheffield United, and um, yeah, tough one to call because West Ham, you never bet against them, but Sheffield United, amazing mm. form at the moment. Yeah, can we, can we take a, a pause to, you know... Acknowledge and yeah. you know respect the yeah, no, Lord Sola and um, Lord. I was going back to Lord Sola, uh, Lord <laughs> Lundstrom's team. I feel like it's Sheffield is is owned by you know Lundstrom. Ma- amazing stuff. Yeah. Uh, let's see how long they can keep this up for. So my and my biggest thing is sorry. I saw what I wanted to mention earlier is because obviously Lundstrom is now such he's he's such a um, a tasty prospect to own. <laughs> yeah. But now I'm going. Well, I'm not going to start him. Because he originally yeah. was a four mil and he plays for Sheffield and there's yeah. way better players out there or are there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so am I now going to invest in what is he now? Four, he's 4.5. Four, is he 4.6? He's going to be around there now. soon. So it's like, so, now, yeah. so you don't generally invest in, four, in a defender at 4.6 for him to be so, your first sub. Yeah, you could, you could, you could pick him so. as a playing defender now. Because he's out of position still. Sometimes plays attacking midfielder. Um, and Sheffield's form is pretty good. So you, so if you're buying him in at 4.6, you could consider that okay if he's, if he's a playing defender. Can I, can I just point out something? And I'm not sure if anyone has looked at this. Um, it's not just Lundström is playing out of position. So Lundström is uh, dubbed as a defender on FPL. Yeah. He plays originally in the midfield with the number seven. Uh, same goes for Stevens and Baldock, who, who plays wide. So oh, yeah, oh, so oh, they yeah. all playing like kind of like in midfield with three defenders. It's insane. Like they playing the, there's more defenders in the team playing than the midfielders. There's only three midfielders that's actually gaining points for them, but like seven defenders. Every week, yeah. So they play, they play, so, they play three at the back. Yeah. So what you're saying With is every, everyone else, everyone else is sort of packed into the midfield, and there are at least a one or two or three defenders playing midfield for Sheffield. But I guess there are other teams as well with wingbacks. Wingbacks oftentimes play, but like literally like uh, yes. Snowwood, Robinson, and Flick, which is in the midfield that plays each game week, and then they have like six defenders playing. And all those defenders in the midfield. There was a bus there, and we never saw it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's like like Man United over the weekend. <laughs> they played like five defenders, but they didn't it didn't look like it. Let's, eventually, let's not go there now. We'll go there soon. <laughs> right. So um, yeah, that was that was Sheffield's now getting becoming a big talking point for us. Eh? Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's, Clearly. I think I think perhaps we need to look further than Lundstrom. That's the other thing. Maybe. I'm Maybe sure. it's time. Oh. Burnley host Chelsea. Um, come on, guys. There must be uh, captaincy picks there. Ash? Have you got Chelsea? You've got Chelsea assets. Yeah. Um, I have Tam Abram. I recently acquired Mason Mount. Um, it was a choice between Mount and Hudson Adoy. Hmm. Um, Adoy looks like he might start each game because Frank Lampard is all for youngsters hmm. and 
up-and-coming players, players with big potential. And we've seen it in Chelsea's recent games. Um, I'm not sure about captaincy choices mm. in yeah. Chelsea's team this weekend, though. Burnley, Burnley a bit tough. Burnley, uh, yeah, tough. they are tough. They, 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 they're not an easy team. They got tough skin. Um, but if you, if you are going for captaincy choices, I would say Mount. He yeah. has been yeah. the most consistent player yeah. in Chelsea's team. So so far, we're looking at you know potentially Leicester captaincy, then Man City potentially, and then possibly Chelsea. But Man City sort of stands out. Yeah. So far, uh, then on Sunday. Your fixtures start with Newcastle hosting Wolves, uh, a very interesting one that, um, and then Arsenal away to Crystal Palace. Now that's <sighs> another captaincy opportunity there. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Adrian, what what, what, what inside <laughs> info do you have? <laughs> well, I spoke to Obama Young yesterday. Um, <laughs> he's playing wide. <laughs> he promises he's going to score double. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, this is the we we spoke a bit after the after the game. Mm. Um, Look, he's my my. My problem is, is, is Emery. You, know, uh, you never know what he's going to come out with. He, he should be bringing Ozil back in, uh, but he's not. We know he's not going to do that. Um, his, his front three, um, playing Aubameyang on the left, makes more sense to me. Um, and, of course, Pepe is coming into his own. So, I, look, I can see Arsenal winning this, but Crystal Palace are those team, is that team that could always trip us up, You know, um, speaking as an Arsenal fan. But to me, it's clear Aubameyang should be a captain for, for me. That He should score. Uh, on the weekend but who knows with Arsenal and what uh, Unai Emery has in mind um, yeah it's a difficult one for me to call and um, I guess Lacazette is probably a, um, a nice differential at the moment and probably yeah. a little bit cheaper as well than, than access to uh, Arsenal front three who I think are potentially one of the best in the league mm. the, the, that front three if, mm. if they come together yes. and they play well um, so perhaps Lacazette's an option Maybe I'm. I'm looking well, at I mean, you, Jason. I'm, well, I mean, my money's currently in in Obama blood clot, <laughs> but, uh, and he's annoying me because my whole team is actually built around him. As soon as I yeah. see something around there, that's when wildcard button is activated, yeah. and it's I've hovered over it a couple of times now. Wanna do a do a smash, a Hulk yeah. smash on that button. Um, but yeah, I think. I think you, we'll see. We'll see. Well, we'll definitely see some change. When if Lacazette you don't own Aubameyang and you want access to Arsenal, um, I think um, Lacazette's. A, I think Lacazette's an option. I think so. I think there's a bit of money saving there, and um, if Lacazette plays up front, mm-hmm. like I, like yeah. oh, Aubameyang played wide, wide left yeah. once Lacazette came on, and yes. he hardly got into the box. So yeah. Lacazette could be the guy. Uh, Aubameyang could be the assister, and Lacazette the scorer. I'm but like, but but you know, like Adrian said. We can look at the team so much, <laughs> but if the manager, the yeah. the, the actual manager, Emre. Emre, old Emre, is you know yeah. going all over the place, well then maybe best advice is to steer clear. Yeah. But they run so good, so we'll see. There's yeah, so yeah. much of a lit in this FBL this season. <laughs> Oh, so 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 here's the here's here's your opportunity, Ash. Um, Norwich um, uh, host Man United. Is it going to be the return of the Pookie Party, or no. or or will United build? on what I thought was a very good performance against Liverpool. So, no to the first question and yes to the second one. Love it. Um, yeah, no. I think the past game against Liverpool, the the boys obviously had some momentum going. They had some confidence um, and I think it's a, it's a big boost for the team. And if you look at the next six fixtures uh, up until the 1st of December, 
the fixture difficulty rating is all twos. There's only one three in there. So this is an opportunity for them to get some goals, get some points on Premier League. And if you're looking to bring in one or two players, you might be able to do that. Um, Martial might start playing more. He's back from injury. Um, We might see more goals from Rashford, hopefully. Some clean sheets from the defence. So it's it's a good time to look at uh, the United team. It's not. I'm not saying um, don't look at them. I'm saying look at them. I'll be looking at, at definitely some of those players. Um, we had a good game, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Look, if if I look at it, Shaw looks like someone you could bring in and and not worry about too much because he he does play and do most of the playmaking for United at this point. Not Shaw, sorry, uh, James. Oh, yeah, Dan James. Sorry, Dan sorry. I, I meant to say Dan. Yeah. I meant to say Dan James. Something's yeah. <laughs> so Dan James looks like someone you can bring in and he'll be okay. Doesn't cost too much. But Martial is he is he is he a midfielder in the game? He, yeah, he usually mid- yeah. midfield in the game and um, under eight mil I think mm-hmm. yeah seven point so, five. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of I don't know. I'm looking at that as a good good investment. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, uh, James is a definite good investment. Uh, he looks more likely to play mm. every single Premier League game for United. That was moment. a great assist, and he, I think he, he had yeah. another uh, cross in that could have been. Yeah, he had, he had a well. few good passes. I'm, I'm just impressed he made it through that game alive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shame, <laughs> poor boy. Poor yeah. boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but definitely Dan James, one of those players. Um, I still have the day in my team. Um, I, I got to be honest. If I was a Pukie owner, though, I would st- I would start him. I, I guess if if I was a Pukie owner. Because United, United, you know what? We we're not out the woods, and potentially, potentially, does it, don't look at me like that, Ash. I think potentially Pookie could kind of look at you, all Mister Optimist now, Ash. Ask Eugene where's Pookie with the trainees. The, the conductor got off at <laughs> Game Week Five. Yeah, and I think I joined the conductors as uh, well. Pookie right. is okay. off, and you're right. Well, I, I hope you all are right. I hope you guys are right. Apparently, there's there's a saying, um, there's the Origi, co- uh, the Origi curse. Um, every team at Origi scored against cannot score, Eesh. and apparently, uh, it Norwich as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> not scoring at all. Right, okay, so now we get to the final um, fixture. I've saved this for last. Um, Liverpool hosts Spurs. And guys, this is, their, this is the kind of game that really, really probably defines the season. Liverpool are favourites to win that game by a big margin. Uh, possibly because of the Spurs uh, form. But it's the kind of game that Spurs will look at and say, this is where we turn it all around. That's what United said. Yeah. What do you think, Jason? When it, to be honest, when it comes to Spurs, I just don't know. <laughs> you run. <laughs> I do. I do. I really do. Because, I mean, I was always just looking at, at Son, but then obviously Son, he only came on second half in, this last, in the last game. So yeah. he's had some... I think he was arrested for Champions League. Yeah, again, again, it's one of these things where I feel like there's, there's something wrong in the background. Um, with Poch or with the, within, you know, somewhere in the setup that something's not... Yeah. Something's not gelling. So, so, you, but, so, but so you're thinking Liverpool definitely running over them there at Anfield. I mean, Liverpool also have something to prove after the United yeah, game, don't they? I do. I mean, I again, I did say that Liverpool was going to win three <laughs> nil last weekend. How yeah. dare you? I wasn't here. But um, but yeah, I do think so. I think Liverpool will will take this one. Um, yeah. uh, Mo Salah. Um, any any news on Mo Salah? Where where are we at? Is he playing? What's what's the story? At this point, at this point, um, 
there is news of him returning for yeah. for this weekend. Um, but we'll we'll have to wait and see. I had Salah cashed in on him. You did, I, I, okay. Yeah, I can't, well, that, I can't. that's the big question. Yeah. You know, do you do you hold it? Um, I think everyone, every FPL manager had that issue this weekend where they had captaincy on Aguirre and captaincy on Salah. Yeah. Um, over over, over two hundred thousand yeah. managers had that issue where yeah. they got zero points for. And if you mm. if you burnt like that, then yeah, <laughs> if you burnt like that, like you, you, how do you trust again? Yeah, no, exactly. exactly. How do you yeah. trust again? Like uh, especially his twelve is is is, is expensive. It's expensive. expensive. You get hurt. Like two players, that's twelve more. Like you hurt. Jason, you you're just you're just <laughs> nervously laughing there. I mean. <laughs> Funnily enough, as I was telling you off air, I've started to tinker with my wild card. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at bringing Salah in. If I'm honest, in. I feel yeah, in. Mm. I feel like the price gap between Salah and Mane has become close enough yeah. for you to warrant Salah. And I think it also goes to show that when Salah wasn't in the team, yeah, yeah, there yeah. was a he had a big impact. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm actually looking, and I think we're, we're recording on uh, Wednesday. It is Wednesday, right? Yeah. So we'll see tonight um, whether Salah starts. Or yeah, absolutely. Plays for the Champions absolutely. League, but I think there's consensus that this is kind of Liverpool's game to win, and and Spurs are going to struggle to to do anything. Yeah. So, so um, I mean, if you can look at a captaincy, I mean, you're probably going to look past Spurs for sure. And then, and then potentially, potentially look at Liverpool assets as you know what a little bit of a. I think it might be a differential pick if you're picking a Liverpool captain because guys will look away because it's Spurs. So mm. that might be a, something to consider. Yeah. Um, look, I think it's going to be a good game between Liverpool and 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 Spurs. Um, Son Son is definitely on form, and the reason I think why he was obviously only came on second half Champions League. So. What we do know is next week is not Champions League. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this weekend, whoever yeah. was rested last weekend. Yeah, it's not it's not uh, impossible that guys play three games in a row. It's yeah. It's so so whoever was rested over the weekend, the past weekend, we probably will see them. Like uh, Mo Salah obviously yeah. was injured, Aguero, um, uh, and the other guys. Like I think we will see something. Son definitely. I think he's he's on form. Liverpool need to watch out for him. Mm. Um, those wing backs of Liverpool that push right up, they need to watch out for Son. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. So, yeah. guys. So, I tell you, so the one who I've always been interested from the get go for Spurs this season is Lamella. I see he got like 30 assists last yeah. night or something. I've got, yeah. I just don't like him as a player. I just like so. that he's, a, he's six mil and he's an option into, yeah. into Spurs. Who someone is, Poch likes him, if I'm plays already, him a lot. Yeah, if I'm already yeah. kind of apprehensive to invest in this team. Yeah. yeah. Well, if I, if I can find a six-mil yeah, way to get into a yeah. team that's generally top four. Yeah. It's a bit good. like um, Dan James at United. You yeah. don't really want the United asset, but yeah. to get in there, it's only six-mil. Mm, come yeah. on. Right. Um, so, yeah. So, before we wrap things up, let's get to our uh, our 15 seconds. What do we call this? 15 seconds of fame? <laughs> yeah, uh, we call it beat the clock. Beat the um, clock. Sorry, that slipped my mind for a second. But beat the <laughs> clock. It's time for beat the clock. Uh, Eugene, we're going to start with you. Okay. Since uh, you, I think you know your way around this now. Uh, you're going to have to pick your, your captain pick for the week, mm-hmm. your uh, team to get a clean sheet, yep. and player to watch, uh, potentially a differential that people might not be looking at. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Indeed, I am. 
All right, starting off with my captain is uh, going to be Aguero, uh, the team that will be keeping a clean sheet. This is a massive gamble, will be Liverpool. And then uh, probably the team to look out for, hmm, Manchester United. All right, uh, yeah. so someone from Man United. Interesting, yeah. interesting. interesting. I like that. Yeah, I like that too. Mm. Yeah. Tasty. Jason, you next? Uh, I'm ready. Captain choices currently going to be on KDB. I think he's going to bring his form back. Clean sheet. Oh, I can't see Man City not keeping a clean sheet against Aston Villa. And I'm going to say watch out for Salah this weekend. I think he's going to play. Yeah, nice one. Nice one. Yeah. Cool. Um, captain's choice for me also KDB against Aston Villa. Um, I think also clean sheet would be um, Man City against Aston Villa. And play to look out for would be Daniel James again this weekend. Definitely. Oh. Good one, good one. Oh, nice. time to spare, yeah. time to spare. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Uh, Captain Aguero against Aston Villa. Clean sheet is going to Brighton against Everton. I don't think Everton's out the woods yet. And player to watch would be Dan James from Man United or Callum Wilson from Bournemouth. Nice. Hmm? Hey, we all did pretty well there. Not yeah, too yeah, bad, not too, not too shabby, Jets. Sh- I, I got always two miss that 15 seconds, like, go to like yeah. 19... I need to change the clock for me in 19 seconds. <laughs> Give me like four seconds to spare. I mean, oh, you, right. you control that thing, hey? So yeah. you get 19 seconds. Interesting. I could press pause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I want to talk about next week? Mm-hmm. Next week, I want to talk about Fraser. Fraser at Bournemouth. What mm-hmm. has happened? Yeah. Told you, man. It was that haircut. Yeah. <laughs> he, went and, he went and got his hair dead prematurely. I'm, I'm honestly I watching and waiting you. to bring him in. I just got like one good performance at least. There's, there's, so before we go, um, also another player, and Mitch touched on this like in the beginning of the podcast, um, the, the fancy Premier League wonder boy uh, or dream boy, whatever you want to call him, Jimenez. Yeah, starting to pick yeah. up form, eh? Yeah, yeah. Um, There's a couple. Of, I think next week he was my watch out for. Yeah, last week. Yeah. yeah, I think I think next week we should have a segment for watch out fors, like just to have a look at guys that have been under the radar. Mm. Yeah, like yeah. totally under the radar, and now they're like kind of like popping out. Yeah. Tune in next week. We're gonna bring you. We're gonna do some research. We're gonna bring you players. Like each one of us will get a guy, bring some stats, and we can tell you who to look out for, particularly the guys under the radar. Yeah, and that's a wrap. So until the next game week, may your sheets always be clean.